0: South Carolina is currently in contention for several blue chip football prospects but where exactly do they stand with each of these guys you are locked on Gamecocks your daily podcast on the South Carolina Gamecocks part of the Locked On Podcast Network your team every day Hello, Gamecock Nation, and welcome back to the Locked On Gamecocks podcast, your show for the latest headlines and potential storylines on South Carolina Gamecock athletics. I'm Andrew Lyon, the host of this podcast and also a staff writer for Gamecocks Digest over on SI.com. Thank you for making Locked On Gamecocks your first watch or listen here today. We are free and available on YouTube and wherever you get your audio podcasts daily. Shane Beamer and South Carolina's football coaching staff are currently in the middle of an evaluation period as they are traveling around to a plethora of different high school football programs to check in on coaching staffs and administrators and are gearing up for what is going to be a massive recruiting month once we get to. To June, And so with all this bearing in mind, I felt like right now is a good time to take a look at the prospects the Gamecocks are currently in contention for and sort of break down who are the prospects they lead for, who are guys that they're in the game for but have some stiff competition, and who are some players that they're in the game for but maybe they're more of a long shot. We're going to break down all of these prospects into those three different tiers right here on this Tuesday edition of Locked On Gamecocks. And a quick discretion, these tiers are purely based on my objective opinion when reading the tea leaves with all these guys. So with that being said, let's get into Tier 1. The prospects where you could say with confidence that South Carolina leads. And I'm going to start off with five star edge rusher Dylan Stewart at a Friendship Collegiate Academy in Washington, D.C. Dylan Stewart has taken six total visits to Columbia to this point in his recruitment, with his most recent visit being for the South Carolina Spring Game. Dylan Stewart will be taking an official visit on the weekend of June the 23rd through the 25th. And the other contenders here in this recruitment are Ohio State, Georgia, and Alabama. So, needless to say, this is absolutely a Big time heavyweight recruiting price fight in college football for the 2024 cycle. I have talked about Dylan Storch's recruitment before, more in depth on the show. I did a show on him about a week or so ago, so feel free to go check that out if you want more in depth information on sort of where I feel the Gamecocks are. But to summarize this recruitment, I like where South Carolina stands here. I feel like that again, the Gamecocks had the lead going into the spring that the main goal here was that they needed to survive the spring visit onslaught, where Dylan Stewart visited like six, seven, eight different programs throughout the past couple of months, including, I believe, the Oregon Ducks this past weekend. And up to this point, I'm still confident that South Carolina maintains the pole position here in his recruitment. The weekend of June 23rd through the 25th will be a big one for South Carolina when they welcome Dylan Stewart to Columbia. And again... South Carolina's current commits, all 10 of them, I believe, are all planning to be there at South Carolina during that same weekend. And there's no doubt that they've got probably big plans in mind regarding how they're going to try to recruit and persuade Dylan Stewart to be a South Carolina Gamecock at the end of this process. So Dylan Stewart, I think right now you can confidently say South Carolina leads for the five-star edge rusher out of the DMV area. Now, another prospect that I think South Carolina confidently leads for right now is four-star running back Anthony Carey out of Carrollwood Day School in Tampa, Florida. Anthony has taken two visits to Columbia. His most recent visit was for the Texas A&M game this past football season. He does not have an official visit scheduled right now, and there are a couple of other contenders involved here. Teams like North Carolina, Notre Dame, and Florida. This recruitment has been a little bit more under the radar than some of the other ones that I'm going to talk about on today's show. But Anthony Scooter Carey is the perfect example of a guy that has been recruited heavily by some of South Carolina's current commits in Dante Reno and mazio Bennett on social media and I know that some of you are going to sit there and say Andrew that is not the end-all be-all for these prospects selecting a program when it comes to where they're going to play college football at and you know something I would agree with you but I would also say you got to keep in mind that college football recruiting now is much different than it was even just five six seven years ago social media makes it a lot easier for these coaching staffs and now most importantly, these commits you have in your class to reach out to other players and targets and talk to them and be able to make a connection with them and let them know why they need to go check out X program. That is what has happened here with Anthony Scooter Carey. You combine those two visits with the fact that right now, South Carolina is desperately in need of running backs. I mean, they're going to get a fourth running back on campus here very soon and Dontavius Braswell. But South Carolina's running back room right now, admittedly, is viewed as a group of pieces, not necessarily a room that's got one running back leading the charge. Anthony Scooter Carey, who knows? Maybe he believes he could be that player for South Carolina. But I think the Gamecocks definitely lead for him at this time. Another guy that South Carolina's recruiting at the running back position, who is classified as an athlete, is four-star Daniel Hill out of Meridian High School in Meridian, Mississippi. Daniel Hill has also taken two visits to South Carolina, and his most recent visit was for South Carolina's spring game. He has not scheduled an official visit, and there are some of the teams involved here like Tennessee, Alabama, and Ole Miss. So this is more of a classic SEC battle here for the Mississippi native. South Carolina has made a big move here for Daniel Hill over the last couple of months. He has been spotted at a couple of camps, donning South Carolina gear, mainly Gamecock gloves. Again, some of y'all will sit there and shake your head at that, but I'm telling you, it matters in today's age when it comes to recruiting. Daniel Hill has spoken glowingly about Shane Beamer and this coaching staff. His couple of visits that he has taken to the program have been within the last few months. Alabama has seemingly fallen off here a little bit after surging out to an early lead. All Miss, the in-state program, for whatever reason, it seems like they're not really in the running for him right now. So they're kind of lingering there along with Tennessee but South Carolina has done a heck of a job of being consistent with their efforts. Daniel Hill has always been extremely receptive to the social media love he's gotten from the fan base and South Carolina social media team. I think that, again, this is another example of South Carolina's persistence here with their recruiting efforts. From the fans' perspective and the program's perspective, have really helped them out and carved out a lead role for them in Daniel Hill's recruitment. Another prospect that South Carolina right now is in really good position for is four-star wide receiver Jonathan Paylor out of Burlington, North Carolina. Jonathan Paylor has also taken two visits. His most recent one was for the Texas A&M spring game. He is going to take an official visit to South Carolina on the weekend of June the 23rd through the 25th. And the main contenders to watch here are NC State and, and North Carolina. Again, this is a recurring theme here. Like I've mentioned with a couple of these other guys and Anthony Scooter Carey and Daniel Hill. South Carolina has made up a lot of ground here in this recruitment through their efforts on social media. Jonathan Payler apparently is talking to Justin Stepp and Dow Loggins constantly. He is a guy that has been recruited heavily by some of South Carolina's commitments. Cam Pringle, Dante Reno, Mazio Bennett, a guy in particular who has really put out a full-court press almost for Jonathan Payler. Payler has told Phil Blue to Sports Talk Media Network multiple times that South Carolina is currently his leader. And this all goes along with the fact that that NC State has hosted him for 11 total visits. Most prospects in those circumstances, you would say, are going to go to that school. That's not the case right now for Jonathan Payler, as the Gamecocks currently lead for his services. Now, you cannot count out NC State North Carolina. No question those two will continue to fight all the way to the very end here. But Jonathan Payler is viewed in today's game as your offensive playmaker, who could do everything that your coaching staff wants him to do. He can catch the football in space and make guys miss. He can burn guys deep down the field in the passing game. He can go in the backfield and play a little bit of running back. He can also make an impact on special teams. Jonathan Taylor can literally do about anything that he wants to on the football field because of his God-given athleticism and the hard work that he puts in to refining his craft at all these different positions. South Carolina, at this current moment... They have to be considered the front runners here for the North Carolina native. And another North Carolina native that we'll talk about to cap off Tier 1 is Malcolm Ziegler, a four-star safety out of Fuquay Verena High School in Fuquay Verena, North Carolina. Now, this is a guy that I have not talked about as much on the Lockdown Gamecocks podcast, but Ziegler is a guy to watch going forward in the defensive backfield. He has taken one visit in total, apparently to this point in the recruiting process. And that was to South Carolina back on March 25th during spring practice. He has no official visits scheduled as of right now. The other contenders I listed here would be Wake Forest and Virginia Tech. But admittedly, those are complete guesses on my part. I don't have a whole lot to go off of with Malcolm Ziegler's recruitment. Again, this is a guy that I just most recently started to track because of the lack of visits that he has taken and Seemingly, the interest that he has with South Carolina based on some other interviews he has done. But South Carolina, look, if there's one thing that we know about them, they can reel in top-notch defensive back prospects because Torrey Gray continues to show his ability to recruit and develop and get guys ready for the next level. He just did that with Cam Smith and Darius Rush being drafted within the first five rounds this past week. So, Malcolm Ziegler, definitely a player to watch for South Carolina moving forward. Now, just a couple moments, I'm going to talk about a few more recruitments where the Gamecocks are heavily in contention for these prospects, but are probably facing some stiffer competition. We'll dive into those recruitments in just a couple moments right here on Locked On Gamecocks. Today's show is brought to you by FanDuel. The NBA playoffs have been around now for the past week and a half or so. And if you go to FanDuel right now as a new customer... You could get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. The Denver Nuggets just went up two games to none against the Phoenix Suns on Monday night. And the Joker, he is dominating right now in the playoffs. And if anything, if the Denver Nuggets make it all the way to the NBA Finals, the Joker might be the front runner to win the Finals MVP. So, if you're interested in looking for that prop bet whenever the time comes, then visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel is an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Welcome back to this Tuesday edition of the Locked On Gamecocks Podcast, where we cover your South Carolina Gamecocks every single day. All right, let's dive into Tier 2 now, which involves prospects that the Gamecocks are heavily in the game for, but are facing much different competition, or guys where we don't quite know where the Gamecocks stand currently in the pecking order. And let's start out with four-star wide receiver Parker Livingston out of Lovejoy High School in Lucas, Texas. Now, Parker Livingston is a very unique recruitment here because he technically has taken one visit to South Carolina, but that visit was online with Shane Beamer and South Carolina's offensive coaching staff back in the springtime. Now, Parker Livingston does plan to make an in-person visit, an official visit that is, on the weekend of June the 2nd through the 4th. And the Gamecocks are going to have some big-time competition here with an in-state school in the Texas Longhorns. A school that has hosted Parker Livingston on three different occasions, I believe, to this point. So, this is where Justin Stepp's connections to the state of Texas are really starting to pay off dividends. Because, otherwise, South Carolina probably would not be in this kind of recruitment but here we are. Parker Livingston is a burner at the wide receiver position. He's a guy that's been recorded running 22 miles per hour or higher on a couple different occasions in football games. And this is a guy that could really be a game changer for South Carolina's receiving core who desperately is trying to bring in more receiver talent to offset the exodus that is going to take place at the end of the 2023 season. I think South Carolina is more in the game here than a lot of national analysts or even regional recruiting analysts are discussing with Parker Livingston. So I'm telling you all right now, this is one to watch moving forward. But obviously, the Texas Longhorns are going to put up a big fight for the Lovejoy High School product. Now, let's move on to another running back on this list and four star Payne Lewis out of Salem High School in Salem, Virginia. Payton has taken one visit to South Carolina to this point, and that was back on March 18th during the spring game. He does plan to make his official visit to Columbia on June the 23rd through the 25th, and the other main contender here seems to be the Tennessee Volunteers. Now, I'm going to be honest. I don't know where South Carolina stands currently with Peyton Lewis. I know that he mentioned before to Phil Kornblut of Sports Talk Media Network that the Gamecocks were in the top two with the Tennessee Volunteers. However, since that time, South Carolina has really Sort of put themselves in prime position to land guys like Daniel Hill and Anthony Scooter Carey. Both of those guys happen to be running backs on the recruiting board. So I don't know exactly where that leaves Peyton Lewis. I am sure that Peyton Lewis would not be a massive fan of being a part of a three person running back class for South Carolina, but I haven't seen anything about him, you know, officially canceling his official visit. late June so maybe South Carolina is still in this one but again I don't know if he's maybe been chewed off by what's happened with the other two running backs I've already discussed from our first segment so let's move on from Peyton Lewis to Justin Green another one that has a little bit of mystery to it Justin Green again is a four-star edge defender out of Mountain View High School in Lawrenceville Georgia he has visited South Carolina four times With his last one being back on March 1st, right before spring practice got started, and he does plan to officially visit the Gamecocks on the weekend of June the 9th through the 11th, the two other contenders to watch here in this one are Georgia and Auburn. And this is where the mystery factor comes in. Georgia has not really been pushing too much for Justin Green, admittedly, to this point in the recruiting process. However, that has sort of changed in the last couple months. They have hosted Justin Green, I believe, on two or three different visits within the past few months' time. And the Auburn Tigers have also made a bit of a move here. And so this seems to be a three-way battle between the Gamecocks, the Bulldogs, and the Tigers. Here's my thing. If the Georgia Bulldogs want Justin Green badly enough, I think they're going to get him. And I think this might be one where, unfortunately for South Carolina, they're just going to have to swallow it if that indeed ends up being the case. Because Georgia, of course, has won back-to-back national titles, and they're the in-state school. They're the home state football program. And so I wouldn't be stunned if Georgia pushes for him and they end up landing him. However, South Carolina has also been there for the longest amount of time, and I do think that's something that will resonate for Justin Green. So this is... Purely a toss-up right now, in my honest opinion. Another player here is Jordan Thomas, a four-star defensive lineman out of Don Bosco Prep School in Ramsey, New Jersey. Now, Jordan Thomas is a guy that I sort of introduced to y'all again sometime... Late last week, he's a guy that has taken two visits to Columbia to this point, with his most recent visit being for the Garnet and Black Spring game. Jordan Thomas plans to visit the Gamecocks officially on the weekend of June 23rd through the 25th, and there's a few other contenders to watch here in this recruitment, mainly Rutgers, Georgia, and the Michigan Wolverines. Now, with Jordan Thomas's recruitment, this is another mystery recruitment to me at this moment in time, because Jimmy Lindsey was the primary recruiter for Jordan Thomas up to this point in the process. And Jimmy Lindsay just left to take the defensive line coaching position with the LSU Tigers. So, because that has now happened, the Gamecocks are going to have to, in a way, start over from a position coach relationship standpoint, as they have hired Travion Robertson to take over for Jimmy Lindsay And, I want you all to understand, I'm not questioning the recruiting ability of Travian Robertson by saying this is a mystery recruitment, but clearly, relationships are a big deal when it comes to high school recruiting. So Travian Robertson, he's going to have to work quickly to try and sort of formulate his own relationship with Jordan Thomas to keep the Gamecocks in the running, because Rutgers has hosted him for several visits, and Georgia and Michigan, I believe, are both getting him for official So clearly a lot of interest here in the New Jersey native and for South Carolina, they might have to work their way back up the ladder a little bit because of what has happened recently with some coaching changes. All right, moving on now to tier three of this massive group of prospects on South Carolina's recruiting board. Let's talk about some players that the Gamecocks are in it for, but are more so classified as a long shot. At this point, starting off with four star cornerback Cam Michael out of Statesboro High School in Statesboro, Georgia. Now, Cam has taken two visits to South Carolina to this point, with his most recent visit being back on March 18th during spring practice. He does not have an official visit scheduled right now, and the main contender here is Georgia, and that's why I label this recruitment as a long shot. Now, I will admit. Much like the Justin Green recruitment, this one could also change at some point. Maybe Georgia finds some other guys that they actually like a little bit more than Cam Michael, and they actually let off the gas pedal a little bit, and they sort of move their attention to other prospects. If that happens, I think South Carolina right now is actually that second place team. But that's also how much respect I have for Georgia when it comes to Georgia Natives right now, because again... Georgia has accomplished a lot the last couple years, and you got to give them their fair dues. And that doesn't just mean on the football field, it also means on the recruiting front as well. So, Cam Michael is certainly not a guy the Gamecocks are out of contention for right now. But again, I think that some things, as of this moment, would have to drastically change if South Carolina was going to land him at the end of the day. Another prospect that I would currently label as a long shot for the Gamecocks to land is King Joseph Edwards, a four-star edge rusher out of Mill Creek High School in Hoshton, Georgia. Now, King Joseph Edwards has visited South Carolina on multiple occasions, three different occasions for that matter, with his most recent visit being for South Carolina's Garden and Black Spring game. He does not have an official visit scheduled right now, and... This one is also a heavyweight prize fight right now in terms of the contenders because the other guys, because the other players here in this recruitment are Georgia, Miami, and Ohio State. Three pretty rock solid programs when it comes to recruiting high school football players. King Joseph Edwards, in my opinion, has got a great relationship with with Sterling Lucas, he has posted multiple tweets about him meeting up with Sterling Lucas on his visits, him going to South Carolina to check out what all they got going on in terms of their facilities, their practice environment, their spring game. So I do think that there is legitimate interest here between King Joseph Edwards and South Carolina. The thing is, It just might be too little too late for South Carolina. King Joseph Edwards has taken a ton of visits to the Georgia Bulldogs. He already has an official visit scheduled with Miami and Ohio State. And considering the fact that he has done that and not scheduled an official visit with South Carolina to this point, in my opinion, says that South Carolina, again, they're not out of it, but they're also probably fourth in the pecking order right now between them and and the other three programs I listed a little bit ago. And the last prospect here that I'm going to talk about is four-star linebacker Jamata Waller out of Pacaune Memorial High School in Picayune Mississippi. Now, Jamata Waller has taken two unofficial visits to South Carolina to this point, with his most recent visit being back on March 4th right before spring ball took place. I actually believe that he may have taken a third unofficial visit, now that I think about it, during spring practice for the Gamecocks. He has not scheduled an official visit to this point with Shane Beamer and his coaching staff. And the other contenders to watch here are All Miss, Florida, and Penn State, the in-state school, and two recognizable national programs. The Ole Miss Rebels, in my opinion, right now are the team to beat for Jamata Waller. Waller, I believe, has visited The Rebels on five or six different occasions to this point. And Lane Kiffin, look, you could say what you want about all the turmoil that he sort of created by himself with everything that he did in regards to the Auburn head coaching position being open this past season. But it's clear that Ole Miss, they've got things going over there. I mean, they've done quite well since Lane Kiffin took over back in 2020. And they've done well on the recruiting trail. And when it's come to Mississippi Natives... That has sort of carried over, so Jamonta Waller is the latest example of that. Now, again, South Carolina has hosted Waller on two different visits, and both of them have been during this year, so I think that South Carolina, again, they're not out of it for Jamonta Waller, but a lot would have to change in the next couple months. Maybe Ole Miss turning down the heat a little bit on recruiting Jamonta Waller, and At the very minimum, the Gamecocks would need to get Waller back on campus for an official visit. If that didn't happen, then I don't think that South Carolina is going to end up landing Jamonta Waller at the end of the day. What did you think of my tier breakdown of South Carolina's current recruiting board? Do you agree with the majority of my list? Or do you have some serious disagreements with my list? No matter what you think, let me know your thoughts down below in the comments section. If you watch today's show on YouTube, or if you listen to today's show on an audio podcast app, you can shoot me a direct message on Twitter at a line underscore SC. The Game Gamecocks podcast is now on Facebook, so you can also Feel free to go over there and give us a follow if you frequently go on Facebook throughout the day. And once again, thank y'all so much for tuning in to this Tuesday edition of the Lockdown Gamecocks podcast, especially to all the everydayers. Again, you all make this show possible to do. The Lockdown Podcast Network broke a record last week for the most audio downloads and views on YouTube in a one-week span, and That's because of all of you, the people that view and watch all of our shows. So I cannot thank you enough for all the support that you show me and all of my fellow colleagues of the Locked On Podcast Network. But with that being said, that does it for me on today's show. Have a great rest of your Tuesday, and I will catch you all on the next show of the Locked On Gamecocks Podcast.